Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to The Penny Peep Show. There once was a sniper who had two kids. Their names were Bert and Maggie. Caught by the coppers, they then skipped town. Farewell to old Australia. Jumped on a boat, their dreams to float. All the way to London town. They got a plan, the rich to scam. They're cutting out the middleman, the shysters, Bert and Maggie. In our last episode, Bert's grand plan for the London elite was coming undone. Meanwhile, it seems that Maggie's beau, Dr. Jack's surname unknown, may not be the medical professional she thinks. Ah. Oh. Oh, fresh air. Thank God. Are you all right? I am exhilarated. It is in these moments that I feel most alive. Well, I suppose you would, being a doctor and all. Oh, here, you're all covered in blood. How did that happen? We were only in there a second. Like you men, just a lot of pigs. Honestly, filthy you are. Oh, that poor woman, though. Oh, I've seen some things in my time, and I'm usually cool as a cucumber, but that... I remember this one time when Wombat Willie shot his own foot off trying to rob a bank, and I had him bandaged and limping from the authorities with barely a bat of my eye. But that... It was a rare sight, indeed. But what about us? Us? Well, I'm a new-in-town, down-on-a-luck foreigner in need of easy cash. Do you know how that's going to look to the police? And look at you! I bet there's some right nasty working class, probably Irish, policemen who just love to rake you over the coals. No, Jackie boy, we need a plan. A good, solid plan about what we're going to do. I already have one. I know. In fact, it dovetails quite nicely. Bert isn't going to like it, but when he hears what's gone on, he'll have to come around. Jack, what do you say to a trip to Australia? Australia? It's perfect. It just so happens the boat I sailed in on is leaving late tonight. And you just love Sydney, Jack. And a doctor like you would get work in a jot. You head to yours, clean yourself up and grab your things. And I'll try to grab my brother. And then meet at the docks at midnight. What do you say? Meet at the docks at midnight? Yes. I agree. Oh, come here, you. Oh. oh, Lord, now I'm covered in blood too. Until midnight, my love. Meanwhile, at the Cheshire Cheese. Sir Montjoy is a friend of my father's, and when I heard of his involvement in the Ripper case, I had to invite him. I mean, what a coincidence. If you'll excuse me, gentlemen, Mrs. Dippling and I must prepare the correct ambience for this evening's performance. Nothing damnably pagan, I trust. Nothing of the sort, Sir Melville. We simply have to light a few candles, and I have a bottle of champagne to put on ice. Excuse us, gentlemen. So, Sir Melville, Mr. von Liegenschwein is the gentleman who's on personal terms with Mary Ann Nichols, Jack the Ripper's first victim. I am but the vessel through which the spirits of the dead go through. 
To be frank with you, sir, I've always thought this spiritualism and cavorting with the occult to be the stuff of nonsense. But young Philip here tells me you are quite convincing. Did he? That's good. He <laughs> neglected to tell me anything about you, I'm afraid. That you'd be here, for example. Not much to tell, really. Really? Oh, Really? I'm an ordinary British man who earned a knighthood through his service to Queen and Country through my work for Scotland Yard. And now I investigate the most heinous of crimes to take place in this, the greatest city of the Empire. So I am very curious, sir, to hear what you have to say about Jack the Ripper, as I know every detail. There is no sliver of information, no matter how gory or obscure, that I haven't investigated. Well, my detectives haven't investigated. Well, the constables who answer to my detectives haven't investigated. Yes, I know just about everything there is to know about Jack the Ripper. And I wait with rabid curiosity to hear what you have to say for yourself. Yeah, can't wait. I can tell from your accent, sir, that you come from the colonies. I've come across a few of you colony chaps in my line of work. Oh, really? Yes. Yes? What? Yes. Yes? Really? Really what? What? Yes. What are you yearsing about? Are you, sir, from the colonies? Oh, yes. Mr. Von Liegenschwein, Sir Melville, the room is ready. Jolly good. Oh, well, Sir Melville and I were in the middle of something. So... I'm not sure that we were, sir. Do come along. Yes, everyone, take your seats. All right. Are you there, spirit of Marianne Nichols? Show yourself to me. Marianne Nichols. Oh dear, she's not responding. How surprising. Ah! Oh no, where could she be? Wait, here she is. Come closer, O spirit, that I may engage in conversation and hand gestures with you. Hand gestures? Yes, she had her throat sliced open. She senses a threatening presence amongst us. Someone she doesn't trust. She's asking if there's... It's hard to make out. She's asking if there are any pigs at the table. Wait. Whoops. Police. She doesn't trust the police. Perhaps you should wait outside, Sir Melville? Oh, that would perhaps be best. And we can go over all the facts with you later. Oh, no. I think she's prepared to talk to us. What a relief. Tell us, spirit, what ails you. She is pointing to her throat and weeping. She's shaking her fist. She wants justice. Spirit, can you tell us anything about your death? Well, it was the last day of August and she was walking down Bucks Row in the wee hours of the morning. She needed money for a room for the evening and decided to uh, entertain one more gentleman. She was approached by a strange man. What can you tell us of this man? He was... He was... He was posh very nice coat and uh, carrying a fancy bag. He speaks very well. Ha! The paper said the Ripper is a Jew. Could this be true, Sir Melville? He couldn't possibly know. He's offering her a drink. She can't believe her luck. It's very strong. I made her head spin. He's opening his bag. Marianne thinks, well, kind of looks like a, a big scalpel. He's telling her... It's a surgeon's knife. No, no. How the devil? He slashed at her throat. She fell to the ground and, and he's standing over her. He's lifted his knife and then... Nothing. She doesn't remember anymore. The poor dear. It's quite shocking. Sir Melville? Where did you get your information, sir? 
I demand answers. Sir Melville, really? You could only know about the blade if you've read the coroner's report, and those are strictly confidential. <gasps> what? But everyone says the man is Jewish, and he says The papers say that, but the current theory... Well, I can't speak of it. Suffice it to say that such knowledge is only heard by the most senior of investigative officers. There is no way this... this mountebank could know such things. Well, you know, the spirits... Oh, Mr. von Liegenschwein, I'm so sorry for having even the slimmest of doubts in you. Me too, old sport. I'm ashamed to admit it, but inviting Sir Melville here wasn't quite the coincidence you may have thought it. Such is hubris, my dearest darling. I forgive you, Pippin Dot Dippling. It's unbelievable. Entirely unbelievable. Unless... And so Bert carried off his second play in the Gypsy Gambit. But when he returned home, he found things not quite to his liking. Maggie, are you decent? Maggie, I... Oh, what's wrong with you? You're all pale. Oh, Bert, I'm so glad you're back. I need to talk to you. Why? What happened? What did you do? Why is there blood in my washbowl? It's our washbowl, Bert. When I asked you, Maggie, why there was blood in my washbowl, I was not seeking information pertaining to the washbowl's ownership. The blood, Maggie... Where did the blood come from? Uh, will you just let me have a word in edgeways? That's what I wanted to talk to you about. It's not about this Jack character, is it? Yes, it is. I've got some bad news about him. Go on. Well, you know this gypsy gambit I'm pulling. You know how I was pretending to be chatting to the victims of this so-called Mr Jack the so-called Ripper? Yes, go on, go on. Well, tonight I was called upon to chat to the first victim. Yeah, you know, Mary, Mary and, and Nichols. Nichols are, yes, I know, Bert. What are you getting at? Well, there was this policeman and my mind went blank. See, and my mouth did too. And I had to say something, didn't I? And then I remembered your doctor, seeing how they are both mysterious men bearing the name Jack. And I told everyone everything I knew about the doctor. That he's posh, that he carries a big bag, that he carries a surgeon's knife. And the policeman went crazy. So? Mackie. Jack is Jack the Ripper. You're Jack. You've been joining giblets with a bloody murderer. Is that the best you can do? That is low, Bert, even for you. You may not like that a fancy doctor happens to find me irresistible, but that does not give you the right to besmirch his name. Listen to me, you stupid woman. I'm trying to save your life. That is it. You are officially uninvited on the trip back to Australia. What are you talking about, Maggie? Jack and I are going back to Australia. We're meeting at the docks at midnight and we're making the trip together. The only reason I am still here is that I thought I could convince you to come too. Oh, you can't be serious with this. You listen to me, Bert. I hate this country. I hate that I let you talk me into coming here. Maybe Jack isn't such a great guy and maybe I'm rushing into things, but he hasn't been anything but nice to me. And I want to go home, Bert. Well, this is your home, Maggie. I'm your home. Well, maybe it's time I built my own. Out of what? The organs of prostitutes? I was being metaphorical, you bastard! <laughs> oh, come back, Maggie. You're being ridiculous. Well, she's got a bloody death wish. Have you come to your senses, then? Oh, it's you. Yes, that's right. I see we have tracked the rat right back to his nest. Very good, sir. Just as you said, sir. Well, what's this nonsense, then? And why have you brought a bunch of friends in uniform? It gives me great pleasure to place you under arrest for murder, Mr. von Liegenschwein, if that is your real name. It's not. Of that I'm quite sure. Well, I should have known you'd be here. What am I being arrested for? You know very well what you're being arrested for, Mr. the Ripper. What? Really? What? Years? Be quiet. We don't believe you're guilty for a moment, Mr. Von Liegenschwein. Pip-dippling? Dot-dippling? 
If you don't believe I'm guilty, then what are you doing here? Just in case, you know, we'd be absolutely kicking ourselves if we missed the arrest of Jack the Ripper. Not that we think you are him. Quite right, darling. We have absolute faith in you, Mr. von Legenschwein. And I have absolute faith that you shall hang, sir. Hang for your crimes. Look, I've only been in town for a day or two. I couldn't have murdered those women, even if I wanted to. Do you really expect me to believe that? I was hoping you'd believe it all the time. What? Years? Stop that. Yes, stop that and be under arrest for murder. What evidence have you got? On what grounds am I being arrested? All that insider knowledge you have of the case, knowing the weapon, etc. Very incriminating. All gleaned from the spirit realm, we're sure. Not now, darling. Sorry, darling. I haven't murdered anyone. Ever. I mean, I can't blame you for doubting my story. Uh, That is the story of my vast and unknowable spiritual powers. I mean, I doubt myself sometimes. Oh, you mustn't. Hush, darling. But you've got the wrong man. But I know where to find the right man. The docks at midnight, she said. What's this? I, um, oh, oh, I'm I'm having a vision. It's Marianne Nichols. (gasps) She knows where we can find Jack the Ripper. He's going to be boarding a ship tonight at midnight, and if we get to the docks, you can catch him, Sir Melville. You could be the man who captures Jack the Ripper. I already have. Yeah, but can you take that risk? Imagine the embarrassment. Imagine the headlines. Sir Melville Montjoy arrests wrong man. Let's Jack get away with it, hmm? Uh, Sir Melville Montjoy stripped of knighthood and kicked in bottom. I mean, you can take me with you, and if I'm lying... Fine! No, hang him from neck until dead. I don't think so. I'm going to prove the hell out of my innocence. Hooray! To the docks! Jack! Jack! I have come, as promised. I didn't see you there, lurking in the shadows like you were. That's the ship there. Murphy told me it'd be leaving in a few minutes' time. Murphy is... Well, best not to tell him we're together. I shan't. I couldn't convince Bert to come. He had some rather pointed comments about my decision to go with you. Mm. He said... Oh, I guess there's no sense in dodging it. He said that you could be Jack the Ripper. You know, the murderer? I am. Bugger. I'm not gonna lie, this does make me hesitant to get on a boat with you for four months. Oh, you shall not be going to Australia, my dear. You shan't be going anywhere. Oh, God. Now listen to me, Jackie boy. Haven't I been good to you? I haven't kicked up a fuss or told anyone what I know. I've certainly done nothing to hurt you, Jack. And one good turn deserves another, doesn't it? Indeed. You have helped me. And now I shall help you to be clean. No, Jack! No! 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 There he is! Get him! Careful! He's got a knife! Curses! He's dived into the river. There you go, Sir Melville. Jack the Ripper. In the flesh as promised. What's more, we managed to save this here East End or... Hey! Yes, well... Guess someone here is just a little more occult than others. Language, princess. I don't know how you did it, but I will find out. I will see you destroyed, or my name isn't Madame Ilona Kreshevashakova! Save some consonants for the rest of us. <gasps> Mr. von Liegenschwein, you did it! You're incredible! You're amazing! I can't believe it, old sport. We saw Jack the Ripper. Thanks to you. What'll our friends say, darling? <gasps> I can't wait to tell my sister, darling. No one will be telling anyone. Because there was no Jack the Ripper. Nobody saw anything. He got away, didn't he? 
No, he didn't, because there was no one here. Because this was part of a, a routine investigation. And I will personally jump up and down on top of anyone who says differently. Officers, fall in. Good evening, citizen. Be about your business, citizen. Until next time, von Liegenschwein. What was his problem? He doesn't want to be known as the man who let Jack the Ripper escape. But we know the truth, don't we, darling? That's right, darling. Say, Mr. von Liegenschwein, would you be able to join us for supper next Thursday? My sister is in town. I don't know. We have a wonderful cook. I'm pretty busy. We'll pay. Oh, yes, I'd love to. Until then. Goodbye. Bye-bye now. And that, Maggie, is the Gypsy Gambit. Got the meeting out of the palm of my hand. Good work, I guess. Although you're lucky I've got bloody awful taste in men, apparently. I'm sorry it didn't work out for you, Maggie. And I'm sorry for the things I said. You're a liar, Bert. But thanks for the apology. I know it's a tough change to make, but I know we can do it. Together. We always have. And it's what Ma would have wanted. You know, compared to a serial murderer, Wombat Willie doesn't look so bad. It's true. Wombat Willie never tried to murder me. He did almost kill me once or twice, though. He never did learn how to aim that gun. Ah, well. How about next Thursday you and I flim-flam the hell out of Pippin Dot Dippling? Do you really think we can? Oh, yes, Maggie. What? Oh, yes, I do. I rarely do. You rarely do what? What? Shut up, Bert. Let's get out of here. Yeah, all right. Come on, let's get a handsome cab. Yeah! <laughs> and so, our pithy pair live to defraud another day. Will they become the cream de jour? Or will they sink like a sad souffle? There's only one way to find out. Join us next time for more cracking, historically accurate Victorian adventures with Bert and Maggie. So, heading to Australia, are you? For now. But the future? Who knows? Bert and Maggie featured the voices of Kieran Davey, Ethan Dean, Matt Graham, Kyle Hunter, and Jacqueline Osorio. Music composed and performed by Matthew Samer. Words by Kieran Davey. With special thanks to Robin Smith. Hi friends, thank you for listening. It's creator of the podcast, Kieran here. It would be tremendous if you could leave us a review on your chosen app, subscribe and share with everyone you know. In all seriousness, the more you share, the more people we can reach. If you're having emotions and you want to let them out, I would love to hear from you. Send them to thepennypeepshow at gmail.com, on Twitter, at pennypeepshow, and on Facebook, just search for The Penny Peep Show. We'll be back in a fortnight's time with more from The Pirate Queen. Until then, thanks again for listening. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.